What are you going to find in today's episode? You're going to hear and listen as I shared in the private Facebook community, Create the Life You Love, eight measurable steps to go from inspiration to action, to understanding that real life isn't perfect. You're going to get punched in the throat, but the only way to failure is to quit. Focus with the end in mind, and learning to take action is one of the most valuable skills you will ever have in life. Cue the intro, and remember to turn positivity into possibility. Wake up, be amazing, grab your daily Danish. I'm Trainer Dane. I enable visionaries, executives, and entrepreneurs to move beyond their obstacles and create massive transformation by empowering growth in confidence, self-care, and self-esteem. Together, we turn positivity into possibility. Tune in daily, whether in the car, at the gym, or on your way home to get your daily dopamine hit of positivity to possibility. Listen in on Spotify, Anchor, or wherever you get your podcast fix. Remember, reestablishing your self-esteem is a radical act of self-love and self-acceptance. Go be amazing. Wake up and be amazing. Hey, grab your Daily Danish. I am Trainer Dane, and I help visionaries, entrepreneurs, and executives move beyond their obstacles to create massive transformation, not transportation, transformation, by empowering growth in confidence, self-care, and self-esteem, and ultimately turning positivity into possibility. Hey, if you're here today, right now, at this moment, let's hit hashtag live. Whatever moment, tell me where you are, who you are, and what you're doing. I'm actually going to switch over to a screen in front of me that you can't see, so just give me one moment, because what I want to be able to do, so because I use a third-party software, it doesn't allow me to ultimately see who's commenting on the post. But if I'm on Facebook, I can see both. So if you have a question, you have a comment, you have a concern, let's talk, let's create conversation, let's do something pretty freaking amazing today. So I hear all the time that I have ideas, I want to do A and I want to get to B and ultimately I want to get to C. But then people don't take action. Why? Why is that the hard part? I was told, actually, it was funny. Yesterday, I commented on my buddy's um, podcast. It's called Imperfect Parents. Imperfect Parents. Because none of us are perfect parents. None of us are perfect people, right? And he then invited me to be on the podcast. And he said, I'm going to invite you because I know you're going to respond. And I know you're going to take action. That is one thing, my friend, I'm going to do. And if you could emulate one trait, if you can take one thing, if you need passion, enthusiasm, all those things. I'm really struggling trying to get to my face, my Facebook setup here. I want you to take action. I want you to be an action taker. I don't want you to say, I can't, I can't, I can't, I will, I will, I will, and I am. And that's ultimately what it's about. I am. I am somebody who will take action. Good morning, Lisa, out in California. Hope you're doing amazing. And I know you do great things. And I know life is headed in the right direction for you every single day. But I want you to take action. It's what it's about, right? In one of the little notes that I put a little prompt today to get you to hopefully join or watch or know there's value was to be somebody that doesn't just overthink. Yes, you should have a plan. And I say you should prepare, plan, and then you should execute. Because even doing something partially is better than doing nothing at all. 
I'm going to use fitness. I've got some a list of eight things I'm going to go through. But oftentimes people will message me and say, hey, I hurt my shoulder. I hurt my leg. And I'm like, that sucks. What'd you do? Well, I don't think I can come work out. I'm like, okay, if you hurt your right arm, you still got a left arm. You still got two good legs. We can do something. If the doctor can tell you no, no movement, like don't get out of bed, that's a whole different story. But ultimately, it's about creating action and creating routine and creating consistency. So if you're doing X, we'll say working out at 8 a.m., Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then you stop for a week, two weeks, a month, eight weeks, three months, it's way harder to get back in that routine because you had that routine and now it's been broken and now there's a problem with it. But if you still show up Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 8 a.m., you do some sort of modified workout, some sort of modified X, you still create the habit. Then when your body's healthier, you can jump back in. You don't have to create two things, the ability to work out and the ability to create that routine. It's really that simple. So don't ever think because you've been knocked down once that there aren't other options. And make sure you reach out to whoever is your leader, your coach, your trainer, the person that pushes you, your accountability partner, and able to do it. But in order to do anything, anything, you must create space for it. So every every PD book, personal development book, is always going to use fitness and health and wellness and diet because it's quantifiable and you can see it right away. So if you're going to run a marathon, it's going to take you two to three hours on a Saturday to get your long run in. You must create space on that Saturday. What are you not going to do to make sure you can do what you need to do to be successful down the road. Hello, Lisa. I got two Lisas on today. You must create space. So, for example, for me, so I was leading fitness camps Monday through Friday, two different cities, and I had to make a choice because not only do I want to grow my fitness business, my CG business, my Camp Gladiator business, both in person and virtually, I want to grow my lifestyle, wellness coaching, confidence, self-care, and self-esteem coaching. It's what I want to do. I want to do both. I want to make impact on people's life and do both. So I had to give up two of my camps two days a week, which seemed like only two hours on Monday and Wednesday. But if you look at the big picture, it was driving there, which was about 20 to 25 minutes, setting up. Breaking down. Now you go from a two-hour time frame on Monday to at least a three-hour time frame. Then you double that on Wednesday. That was six hours available to me if I thought I could do something else and create something new. So one of the ways that you've got, if you're looking, if you have an idea and you want to take action, you've got to create space for that action. What is it going to be? I'd love to know if you have an idea and you haven't taken action. What is it? What is it at the end of the day? You must start small and think big. So where ultimately do you want to be at the end of the month, the week, the year, the decade? Where do you want to be? Many, many, many moons ago when I still lived in San Antonio and I moved out to the Seguin, New Braunfels area in 1999, so over 20 years ago, I wanted to own a gym. That's what I had wanted to do at the time, a traditional gym. I didn't know anything else. I just wasn't ready to do what I'm doing today. So I had the opportunity to, to meet in front of a president of a local bank. And I laid out all my papers on his big oak desk, right? Mr. Pritchard sat there and I spent every dollar I had getting all of the graphics done. And it looked really, really good, extremely professional. And I walked through it and he listened intently, intently. He stood up and he looked at it and he shuffled all the papers. He said, Dane, this looks amazing. 
But what you haven't told me is how you're going to get me my $100,000 back. And I had no answer. So he suggested a few things on that day. He said, one, to go to the Small Business Administration and learn from men and women who created successful businesses. Two, he told me, hello, Rihanna. He told me or suggested I go see what I do in a different city, potentially a different state, different country every year to see what other people are doing, similar things, bring back those things you really like and copy them and make them Danish. He didn't say that then, but that's what I would say today. And then make sure you don't do things that they're not doing well. And now I do that frequently, whether it's going to a conference, an event, whether it's going to a gym, whether it's working with another lifestyle wellness coach, confident self-care and self-esteem coach, working with them, paying for the, with them to work with them and learn who they are, what they are, being in private groups. We have to meet globally. He also said, can I give you another piece of advice? I said, Absolutely fully attentive, all my 25-year-old brain with three kids and a new home back in San Antonio, Texas after being active duty. He said, son, crawl before you walk and walk before you run. And right now you're sprinting. So how can you take action or take inspiration, take an idea to action, start small, think big, but you must begin. Have you ever started small With the end in mind, when you're going to run a 5K, 10K, half marathon, marathon, ultra marathon, triathlon, what are you going to do? You don't go to the finish line the day you decide you want to do it. What you do is write a plan, prepare the plan, then you've got to start executing the plan day one, putting one foot in front of the other. When I was active duty, I didn't go to my duty station where I was going to do my job before showing up. And going through basic training, they cut my hair. They gave me uniforms. They told me how to march. They told me how to answer a question. They taught me how to be an airman, step by step by step. I didn't graduate high school the day I went to first grade. I didn't go to kindergarten. But if I went to kindergarten, they probably, probably would have walked in. And the teacher would have asked me what this is. And I would have said, I don't know. Maybe I knew it was a pen. Maybe it was a Sharpie. Maybe it's a pencil. And if I answered it, she might have given me a high five or a smile. Then she asked me, how many is it? And then I was like, I don't know. And she would take that marker and write down a number one. And she would say, Dane, that's a number one. What is it? I would repeat a number one. Next day I would come in. She would show me the pen. I would say pen. She would say, how many? And I'd go, I don't know. She would write a number one until I got the number one. Then the next day she would come up and she said, what is this? And I'd say two pens. And she would say, how do you write that? And I might say, I don't know. But if I did, I'd get the chalk or whatever. And I'd write a number two. Until one day it was 10, till it was 20, till I could represent all those things. I could respond to what it was. And it was all baby steps. But as adults, we don't set the time. We don't create space. And we want to be the best overnight. It just doesn't happen that way. And for those that it does, it usually squanders or gets squandered pretty freaking fast. I'm going to take a quick drink of water. I'm looking at your comments. So again, if you've got any comments or you want to drop something or something you like, Hit you square in the face? Let me know. Hey, in today's world, there are so many ways to leave reminders. Are you old school? Do you leave notes? I don't have a post-it with me. You can leave it on the bathroom wall. You can leave it on your dashboard. Leave it on your refrigerator. You can tell Siri. You can tell Alexa. You can tell Google Home. You can tell your Android. You can tell your iPhone to remind you every single day. You can make it your screensaver. It can say, I want to be a hundredaire, a thousandaire, ten thousandaire, hundred thousandaire, a millionaire. And I want to be there by X date. And go get it every day. 
You can say, I want to work on personal development every day. I'm going to read 10 pages of a book every day. You can say, wake up and be amazing. Read 10 pages and you can go do it. So create those reminders. Who can be your accountability buddy? Who can be your excuse eradicator to remind yourself why you started? Because success is flipping boring. It's the same shit done every single day on repeat until you reach the tipping point where the success comes. So create the reminders. It's not that hard, but everything that is easy to do is easy, also easy not to do. So how do you remind yourself to do something? I don't, I can't right now because it's on my phone, but it literally says at 3.20 a.m., oh, I have it on my calendar. It says, wake up and be amazing every single day to remind me to do it, even on days when maybe I want to hit the snooze button, which by the way, I don't do. I used to, but I don't do it. I haven't done probably for five years now. But it reminds me every day. It could be, you can use any of the Danish rules. If you haven't tuned in to turn positivity into possibility in my podcast, the beginning of the week till Thursday, actually late last week, I started and I did my top 15 trainer Danish rules, trainer Dane rules or Danish rules to live by. Number one is to wake up and be amazing. Number two is every day is a great day. Number three is to take responsibility. Number four is to embrace the crap. It can be any of those. It can be the number 15 is to never waste a heartbeat. And if that reminds you to get up, do the best you can and have no regrets, then set that reminder because you've got to take action. You cannot just let that idea squander. What are you lacking that's preventing you from taking action? Is it the coach? Is it the accountability buddy? Is it the reminder? Is it getting frozen because all you see is the elephant in the room and you don't remember that how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? How do you start a journey of a thousand miles or 10,000 miles? It's one step. What discipline are you lacking? Are you lacking the ability to set that alarm and get out of bed? Then move the damn alarm. What are you lacking? All the knowledge is there. They're on the internet, free at the library. You've got trainers, you've got coaches, you've got people that have done it. Emulate them, follow them, and make it your own and shape it yourself. Every one of us that is in the personal development, life coaching, confidence, self-care, and self-esteem genre, our content is super similar. Because you know why? Because that flipping works. But what's different is the delivery. So find somebody that you can connect with. Create the life you love. I just finished that course, about to shoot some videos, about to offer it on one-on-one coaching. I'm super excited. So Joe Graham posted earlier today a picture of him and his wife and talking about creating the life he loves. It's exactly what Tanya and I do. I'm very blessed every day that people tell me they wish they had my life. Then go create it. Go create the job. Go create the relationship. Go create the business. We live in America and you have that ability, but you've got to believe it. You've got to eliminate the self-limiting beliefs and you've got to start to think, what do I need? Do I need to hire somebody? Do I need to work an extra hour so I can pay that person? What is it that you lack? What is it that you lack? So I'm a big macro person. I've had to teach myself how to get dirty, how to work in the micro. I have an executive assistant and Annie, make sure and our Trello boards. If you don't know what those are and you want to do business coaching, I'd love to do that and teach that to you. So every day there's a little board, do this, do this, do this. And she's like, hey, did you follow up on this? I'm like, no. Or yes, I did that. Or I'll go in and check it off, check it off, check it off. Then our Monday, our Tuesday morning meetings at 8 a.m., we don't cancel. We meet for 30 minutes to an hour and we get set for the next week. That's one way that together we get to measure the progress. 
So let's use running for an example. If you're going to run a marathon, you can measure your progress by did you go run for an hour or run walk for an hour on Tuesday? Yes, check, bing. Did you do it on Tuesday? Yes, check, bing. Did you do it on Sunday or Saturday for your long run for four miles? Yes, boom. That's simple. Now, when it comes to your diet, you want to change your diet or improve your diet, everybody's going to tell you to track your food. Because we tend to overestimate how much we move and underestimate how much we eat. I'll repeat that. Most of us overestimate how much we move and underestimate how much we eat. But by tracking it, you can see it. You can start to quantify how many fruits, vegetables, carbs, proteins, fats, beers, wine, desserts. The average person. How long do you think the average person will track their food? I'll wait. Three days. Three days. Every year, Christmas comes around. That week between Christmas and New Year's, people start setting those New Year's resolutions. I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to save money. I'm going to get a new job, whatever it might be. I'm going to read a book a week, a book a month, 12. I don't know what it would be. Those are all things I've done in my past. The average person, I'll pause again and take another sip of water. How many days, starting on January 1, or how many weeks, months, or years until New Year's resolutions go in the trash can? Seventeen days. By January seventeenth, it's all done. It's all done. We're not going to do that. Why? Because we're going to create space to take action. We're going to think big, start small, and have baby steps and crawl before we walk and walk before we run. We're going to generate a reminder every day, every day at a certain time. I, my whole calendar is reminders. I've got a call, shoot a video, do a podcast. Write, write script, write content, offer some sort of content, some sort of coaching, some sort of program. Well, every day, every day, every day, even to the point where it says lunch. At noon, Monday through Friday, it says eat lunch. So that I don't get so busy that three o'clock rolls around and then I got camps and I got calls and like now it's six o'clock and I haven't eaten anything since breakfast. You're also going to remind yourself, what do you lack? When you say consider, when I say consider what you're lacking, what just aren't you doing? What don't you like? I love numbers, but I don't like to figure out my, my budget, right? Or balance my checkbook necessarily as often as I should. And most people don't do it. So I pay a CPA quarterly to look at all of the money that comes in and goes out. And to help make sure that I don't overpay my taxes. Because I don't know all the laws and rules. So that's a discipline I lack. So he has it and he gets paid for it because he brings value. We get paid for the value we bring to the market. And that's the value. Then how do I measure my success? Whether it's how many lives I get to impact. How many sales I had. How, many, how much attrition there is. How much money I potentially make. All those ways are to measure it. So how are you measuring it? Hello, Maria. How are you measuring it? Hello, Haley. You've got to measure it. And I will tell you what, when I first started my business, I thought I had a big ass smile and I'm friendly and I'm positive that people would come. And it really doesn't work that way. I told you earlier about baby steps, right? Focus on the end result. If you want to impact 
If I want to impact 100 lives in 2022, by the way, my number's way bigger than that, then I've got to start with one. How can I get one person to take action? What do I need to do? What do I need to offer? If you want to run, if you want to walk, if you want to lead amazing retreats in amazing cities all across the country like Haley does, she's got to plan it. What does she want to do? She's got to find that retreat. She's got to find that space. She's got to figure how much it's going to cost. She's got to figure out if you're going to provide food or not. She's got to figure out transportation. Then she's got to decide what's it going to cost. What's her profit margin? Then she's got to put it out into the world. It's that simple, but it's not simple. It takes steps. It takes time. And that's all the stuff that happens behind the scenes. So Amazon did become one of the biggest companies in the world because Jeff Bezos decided to sell one book online in the mid nineties. And back then I'm like, why the hell would I want to buy a book online? And here we are 20 some years later. And now Amazon comes to my damn door every single day. So much so the dogs don't even bark. Focus on the end. I wanted to make 2021 my biggest financial year of the year by impacting more lives. And my word of the year was CEO. And it's our, I've already surpassed it. And there's still 10 weeks left in the year. Thank you to you. If you've taken action, we've worked together. Thank you for being here and know that I understand with influence comes responsibility. So that's my end game right there. I focus on the end every single day. Somebody told me today that, man, you're always busy. You're always providing content. I'm like, He's like, what did you do yesterday? I was like, hold on, let me think. So as of shooting this video, thank you, Haley, for you too, for being amazing, for being a soul-centered CEO. I led four CG camps yesterday. I thought I shot three live videos. I finished and completed a podcast. I did two one-on-one um, life coaching calls, interactions, and I got my workout in, and I slept like a damn baby. Oh, and I worked on um, creating the life you love. It's all done except for shooting video shooting video. So it's super at fire. Thank you so much, Haley. Back at you. I need you to realize that your mission from taking inspiration to action will not be perfect. It will not be perfect. I'm going to use Haley as an example too, because we came back from Sundance, Utah. It was amazeballs, by the way, in August. So she's got a ton of people coming from all over the world. And if I remember right, the key locker, she didn't get the keys to get in at say three o'clock. Well, it's like, damn, I got 15 people showing up at this house in two hours. What do I do? Well, then you go to the grocery store or you just got to pivot. You got to pivot. It's never going to be a linear slide. It's never, we want it to be like this, right? Straight. I don't know if that's really straight. But what happens is it undulates. Even in fitness, life coaching, creating the life you love, it's not perfect. It's never going to be perfect. And the trainer, coach, human, friend that tells you you're going to be perfect, tell them to kiss your ass because they're a lion. They're lying. You just, exactly. You just make it happen. And you can fuss and you can bitch or you can take action. Now you can fuss and bitch in the background. You can shed tears because all emotions are good. Why that's not on my top 15 Danish rules, I don't know. But all emotions are good. But you're the leader and it's okay to pause. It's okay to take a breath. It's okay to take a nap when necessary because you've got to take care of you first. Perfect is a terrible concept, Rihanna. It's absolutely terrible, but it freezes people in their tracks. It freezes people in tracks. I said in my CSS Academy, when I shoot the video, I said, look, these are not going to be perfect. I don't have a producer. I don't want one right now. I don't have somebody cutting and splicing it. I do it. So because I use my studio at home, the dogs might bark. 
the Amazon guy might actually ring the doorbell. The yard guy might come on the day that I didn't know he or she was going to come. It's a heat. But that just makes me real and genuine and authentic. And I want to be just like you. I want to be just like you, but leading you to create the life you love. So creating the life I love this year, I've invested more money in myself, my team, and my business than ever before with exponential growth because I want to do that because Tanya, I want to travel, whether it's going back to Utah, going to Montana now twice. Tanya's going to a women's retreat in Idaho in a couple of weeks because we must invest in ourselves so we can turn around and invest in you because together we decided to take inspiration of leading the best life, living the best life, and creating the life we love, hoping that people emulate it. I don't care if you do it exactly like me. I don't want you to do it like me. I want you to do it like you. I did do it when my kids were younger, just in a different space. Even so much to create the life of love when I'd have a pot to piss in financially, that we'd pack peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, get in the car, go down to the San Antonio Riverwalk, and listen to live music. To the point where we didn't even pay for parking because I didn't have the five bucks for the day. But we're going to create the life and experiences because I want to challenge you to create experiences versus material things. You'll remember climbing a mountain. You're going to remember sipping coffee with your friend. You're going to remember going to Italy or Greece. Or I still want to step on all seven continents in this world, which can take time, energy, and effort. Energy and effort. So I understand that you have an idea but you've got to take action. I'm going to quickly review all eight steps. I'd love to continue the conversation. I'm literally dropping this video as a bonus right into the CSS Academy right afterwards. So for those that missed it, it'll be there. You can come back anytime. I'm not going to delete the video. I promise you now I'm taking action in this group to show you that you can create the life you love. So I'll be doing more live videos. I'll try to make them, or I will make them as events so you can join. I get it. Not everybody can do it at 10, 15 central time on a, on a Friday, and that's okay. But come back and watch and invest in yourself every day. But how do you go from create from inspiration to action? Create space. You must create this space. One of my coaches, George Bryant, says that every single time we talk, you must create. Thank you, Brianna. You must create space. I, I, aren't you going to Montana? Can't wait to see you. You can drink tea. I'll drink coffee. We'll cheers. I'll give you a big hug. Begin with baby steps. Think big. Start small. Eat that elephant one bite at a time. Create the reminders. What are they? Even Facebook every day reminds me of something I did a year ago, two years ago, three years ago. It's a great reminder of where I was to where I've been. Where are you or where were you? Where are you and where the hell do you want to go? Life is not a passive sport and I am not going to live passively. I'm going to live aggressively and I'm going to take one bite at a time when I get to the pearly gates. I'm going to have zero regrets. What are you lacking? What do you need help in? What are you not good in? Take what you're good in and freaking go balls to the wall and all in and then find somebody to help you on the things you don't do well. How are you going to measure your progress? Is it impact? Is it money? Is it is it check marks? I always tell everybody, like, get an old school calendar and get a freaking Sharpie or go get stars like you might have gotten in elementary school for doing something successful. We measure it like crazy in school with kids. And as adults, we don't do it because nobody's going to make you do it. But none of it's hard. None of it's hard. And everything that's easy is also easy not to do. 
Focus on the end result. Where do you want to go? And even as you focus on that, well, what's coming next? I'll tell another quick story. When I did my first triathlon, after I told my buddy, I'm like, F you, dude. I'm not doing a triathlon. Well, then I signed up. Then I undertrained. Then I was scared shitless on the day that I was supposed to do and I wasn't going to go. And if my son hadn't had to been driven to a tennis tournament that day, I probably would have said, screw it. You can keep the shirt and the money. But I showed up. I had three goals that day. Don't drown. Finish and finish in a goal time. And that day I did all three. But then Monday came and I was I didn't know what to do because I didn't have a next plan of action. So I'm constantly looking for what's next. And I challenge you to do the same. Understand the journey is going to be difficult. You're going to get punched in the throat. You're going to get knocked down. You're going to think, screw this. It's not worth it. The only failure is either not starting or quitting. So I want to challenge you to go be amazing. I want to remind you that you're meant to do hard things every single day. And that at the end of the day, I know you're here and you know who I am, but I want to remind you in case you want to share it with a friend that I am trainer Dane. And I educate, motivate, empower visionaries like you, entrepreneurs like you, executives like you to make massive transformation with amazing success through confidence, self-care, and self-esteem. At the end of the day, we turn positivity into positive. Thank you for joining me, Trainer Dane, your confident self-care and self-esteem coach, where we turn positivity into possibility. Please share this episode with three friends. It's on each of us to spread positivity and empowerment and shine our lights into the world. Rebuilding your self-esteem will change your life. Above all else, reestablishing your self-esteem is a radical act of self-love and self-acceptance. Remember to tell those you love you love them and never assume they know. Now, go be amazing. Real quick, before you go, I have one last question. Do you have your ass-kicking shoes on today?